0: Every woman is a mystery to be solved. This CD is designed to teach you everything you need to know about seducing the woman of your dreams. The age when seduction and seducers were viewed with suspicion passed by a long time ago. The age of pickup lines, eye contacts, tests, and buying drinks is behind us. Those things are old, and they come from the stone age of our mothers and fathers. Seducers and players are not some sleazy, disgusting guys. They are some of the most intelligent guys on the planet. That's the good news. But there are a lot of things that you will need to work on to become really good. We need to change your beliefs. We need to change the way you walk, the way you sit and the way you think. You have been doing some things wrong for your entire life and we need to change them. All the theories and the techniques you learn here are just a map. A map that somebody drew while discovering the way to a woman's heart. A map is something that shows how it's supposed to look like. When you step into the map, the world is full of new experiences. Stepping into the map is stepping into a new world. The effort you make to connect together everything you learn here on this CD and flesh it out with new experiences is the more important than having the exact logic understanding of a pickup. Because pickup is above all not logical. We call them pickup artists because each seduction is a new masterpiece. You must realize that success with these CDs really depends on of amount of effort you put on into applying those skills we discuss here. Don't expect that the CDs are going to go out and search for you. The best approach is to try to have fun and incorporate pickup as a new hobby rather than treat it as a work, like playing any sport or learning a new language. The more you practice, the better you will get. So, seducing a woman is just one more ability or skill that you can add to your personality, like painting or riding a horse. On a first CD we'll help you to understand the male and the female psychology, social programming and the basics of seduction such as left and a right brain. What attracts the woman and subjects of rapport and the structure of a pickup. On the second CD we'll teach you in more detail how to connect to a woman. We'll go to the subjects of rapport in more depth, how to organize your lifestyle so it's more compatible with the seducing a woman. And we will look at a simple case study of a complete seduction from open to a close. Those two CDs are designed to prepare you for the third CD on which we will push you into some missions specifically designed to help you with various specific parts of seduction. From opening to creating attraction to creating rapport and finally isolating girls from their groups. The Matrix You have probably seen the movie The Matrix. This movie is really important for understanding how our society works. If you haven't seen the metrics, I suggest go rent it. You will understand things much better, and you will understand cities much better. We all know that sex sells everything. Society is controlling us in millions of ways in order for us to become better ships to serve our society better. Sex is just one of them. A big part of control is brainwashing people and making them sad and frustrated. Why? Because you cannot control happy people. If you are happy, you won't buy things. You won't search for the help. You won't search for your happiness as long as you are happy. As long as you think about these problems, as long as you think that you are full of the problems, this guarantees that you will work to make money. And that will give you the opportunity to buy your happiness. Religion, school, TV and commercials are constantly trying to keep you frustrated to sell you more and more things. Their main strategy is create a problem, then sell the solution. Now, those problems don't even exist, but it doesn't matter. For example, take a look at both man and the woman. We both want sex to be together because that makes us happy. And of course, when somebody is happy... He doesn't think about his problems. He doesn't need more money. He is happy. That person won't work hard. Not as hard as some unhappy person will work to get his happiness. For millions of years, men and women were together. And there was nothing between them. Nothing was stopping them from getting to know each other. But in the last 20 years, somehow it happened that they created something between the man and the woman. An empty space between them, a space where they sell them everything. They separate them. Now there is an empty space where they sell things. For example, you are lonely, buy this. It's funny how they make females frustrated and unhappy. By sending them messages through TV, newspapers and magazines like Cosmo. Message where they say they are not beautiful enough and how they must look like if they want to be desirable. Check out Cosmopolitan magazine and see what I mean. Of course, most of them will feel unhappy because they cannot afford to look like that. As we all know, the beauty equals money in our society. With lot of money, you can get plastic surgery, dress in expensive clothes and look hot. So that means if a girl wants a good guy, she must look beautiful and hot. And to get money for that she must work and work. Girls are constantly unhappy because the fashion always changes. And they are constantly forced to buy a new pair of shoes, new purse or new clothes every so often because the old ones are not in anymore. So if they want to stay beautiful they must adopt this new look for this new season. And that costs a lot of money. Also, I really had this hidden message that is spread to a woman. And that is, the better you look, the more beautiful are you, the better guy you deserve. This is how they are creating fake confidence for them. If you dress like this, you will be so beautiful that every guy on this planet will want you. And every girl on this planet wants to look beautiful. Not just because of the guys and their competition, other girls, but also because of their self. So it's really easy to sell them something. If you take a look into the industry behind the female beauty, you'll understand the problem is even more deeper. Consider the makeups, haircuts, shoes, perfumes, clothings and all other things they are forced to buy to look beautiful. Those things change every season. So if a girl wants to stay at the top, she must spend a lot of money. And what is beauty? In every culture the answer So that question is different. For example, 10 years ago, they created curly woman with really big tits. 90, 60, 90 was sexy. That was the model for the term sexy. They brainwashed a whole generation and created a model of the beautiful girl in their heads. I think Pamela Anderson was the icon for that generation. Those things have changed in the last 10 years. And right now, they are promoting these new skinny models all over the place. Skinny girls with small tits, no wonder why a lot of girls got anorexic while trying to become like those models. And I bet new generation of kids will go for those skinny girls, because that's what society is going to program inside their brains. So what is sexy for us is coming from society programming. For example, in some parts of this planet, being fat is attractive. And the fatter you are, the more beautiful you are, because it means you are healthy, it means that you have the money, it means you have something to eat. In our culture, society created extremely high value in the beautiful woman. And they linked men happiness towards the hot woman. But it also linked what we need to buy or to have to get hot and beautiful woman. How? Take a look at those ads on the streets or magazines. You will see a photo of an expensive car and next to it a hot chick. Then something expensive like a Rolex or a money suit and next to it hot chick. It's really simple brainwashing. If you want this girl, buy this. Also, if you take a look into one of the world's most popular magazines, a Playboy, you will notice a structure. A hot chicks on one half of the magazine And then what you need to buy to get hot chicks on other half of the magazine. Like plasma TV, expensive cars and all other things that you need to buy that create a fake confidence. That is a basic programming they do. And for those things you must work and work. And even when you get an expensive car and all those things that society tells you that you must have, it doesn't guarantee that you will get the girl. I know a guy who has all those things and he still doesn't get laid. Why? Because he still doesn't have the confidence to approach a girl he doesn't know in a club. And she doesn't want to approach him because her ego doesn't allow her. But okay, I must say that when you buy all those things and you have a lot of money, it gives you a lot of confidence. And somehow you feel like a prize. And you feel like they need you and that attracts girls more than anything else. That's exactly the kind of attitude you must have. But I'll tell you the good news. You don't need to have all those things, money and car, to get this confidence. You just need to behave like that guy and people will see you as a one. But more about this later. Society tells you that a beautiful girl is your end goal. Above the car, above the house, above the job. Because even when you have a nice job, a good car, and a nice house, you still feel lonely without that girl in your life. Life structure of average Joe. He finished the college, he moved to some average apartment, he has some average car and a reasonable job. But he works harder and harder to get a better job. So he can afford a better place to live, a better car to drive, and dress better. So in the end, he can attract more beautiful chicks and get them into the relationship. All the time, he is working more and more to get more money, to buy more things that will make him happy. Hopefully, when he gets enough things, he will seduce some really beautiful woman. On the other side, when a girl finishes the college, she gets some of her job, and she invests a lot of her money each month into her beauty. And she is going to work harder and harder to get a better job, to get more money so she can invest more money into her looks. Because the better she looks, the better guy she's going to attract. A guy with more money, with a nice car, a guy that can provide her a nice lifestyle. I have been with girls which will spend 90% of their salary into their looks beauty salons, some baths, new pacioti shoes, a new purse, all those things just to make them happy. But unfortunately it's just a temporary happiness. So the next month it starts from beginning. So what they are actually selling is a temporary feeling of happiness. They are selling a feeling. And a feeling is the best product to sell. There is a reason why I call it the matrix. Because our society is based on rules. For example, the beauty industry is going to exist only and only if a woman is feeling unhappy the way she looks. If somebody starts to spread the message around the planet that it's okay to be fat and ugly, what's gonna happen is that the beauty industry will go out of the business really fast. That's why they are constantly keeping them frustrated with beauty models. That is the why woman is constantly needs to be unhappy. I will tell you the story about me and my old friend. About how we used to be. We purposely didn't want to spend any money on chicks while going out. We were the worst customers in our country. We'll go out and drink tap water. And we always get the hottest chicks in the club. We spend zero money and dress like shit. No cocktails, no club fix, because we knew everybody. And we would always pull the hottest chicks home. Chicks would cook for us, clean our apartment, take us to the dinners, drive us around with their cars, and we were truly happy. All we had was the confidence and that I am the shit attitude. I mean, can you imagine what will happen if the most guys were like this? Can you imagine millions of guys like this going to the clubs and getting what they want? Who'll buy expensive drinks for the girls? Who'll take them to the dinners? Who'll buy flowers? Who'll buy expensive cars or money suits? Who my friends, who? It will create an economic collapse. Economy will go down, nobody will buy anything. Now you understand why guys are not supposed to get laid in this society. Why we need to be unhappy. Because you give them the happiness and you are losing control over them. I will show you what society teaches you that is wrong. Things that are created to make sure you fail with a woman. First, girls like nice guys. <laughs> it should be girls hate nice guys. Did you ever ask yourself why is that a beautiful woman always ends up with some jerk? Some guy who behaves towards her like a total dick. Why they are attracted to such guys, especially if they like nice guys? Have you ever gotten lucky and had a chance to date such a girl? Did you notice when you respect her and you're nice towards her, you always get that famous let just be friends line? Here is the truth girls in general hate nice guys girls in general hate nice guys because they are boring predictable monotone addicted to the routines insecure not fun serious and without life girls are emotional creatures they want to feel emotions and when you compare nice guy with just one boring emotion like love versus a jerk who is going to give her love hate pain Pleasure, adrenaline, anticipation, excitement, and all those feelings in the same time. I mean, if you are the girl, would you choose some boring average guy who is going to give you sex like a routine, always the same, and have a monotone relationship where you control him like a toy? Or would you choose some adventurous crazy guy that's going to be totally unpredictable, interesting, a challenge, and give you the crazy sex? What you gonna choose? Of course, you will choose the second guy. Just like the most girls on this planet. Being predictable is a killer of attraction. I remember one of my ex girlfriends she told me a few times. You know, I really like nice guys. But you know what? I get bored with them really soon, so I dump them. <laughs> nice. The second thing that is totally wrong is that the girls don't like sex. That is a total bullshit. They love sex as much as we do, if not more. Take a look at how they dress. Take a look at the magazines they read. You will find a lot of sex advices inside. It's full of the sex. Face it, buddy. Girls are horny. Very, very horny. It may come as a surprise to some of you. But even the shyest girl will think the sexual thoughts within seconds of seeing you. One of the biggest pieces of bullshit in our society and the core of all the brainwashing is that the girls have the power and control and that the girls are the prize. Now let me tell you one sad thing. They don't feel like the prize. They can't be the prize. They are insecure and they never felt more insecure in our history than in the last 20 years. Okay, I understand why society is bullshitting that they are the prize, and that you must do something to impress them, to get on their level. Because if the woman is above the man, then a man will buy a lot of things to impress the woman and get her. Perfect, my friends, but it doesn't work. Through millions of years, they were searching for protection and safety from their man. And for millions of years, the guy was the head of the house. Over a million of years, it became part of their genes that they need a man. And then, after a million of years, some smart ass comes and says that's wrong, and that the woman is actually the prize, and that we are the ones who are insecure. Yeah, right. I mean, if you spend five hours in front of the mirror, so you can look beautiful for other people, they do it because they are afraid of what other people would think about them. Why would you buy half of the shopping mall? So you will have a chance to talk with somebody in a club. So you can get more attention from the other girls that is insecurity my friends not the confidence and I am the prize attitude it's insecurity they need us in the same category is this attitude the girl is the choosing the guy because she has the power same story (laughs) yeah right she can choose only from the guys that approach her if nobody approaches her she can choose nothing You have all the power, my friend. You are the choosing who you are going to be with. You have the power in your hands. You are the one who will decide if you will see her again or not. You are the one who is going to say she is the chosen one. Their job is to look beautiful and expose themselves to the market. Oops, I mean club. Take a look at their default attitude. I must look beautiful so I can attract other people. A quick understanding of that attitude will show you how insecure they are. I must look beautiful so I can attract other people. That means that other people are the prize and not the woman. Now take a look at what happens in this most common situation. Beautiful girl goes out. She wants to find a man who has more power than she has. She wants to find a man who is above her. So guys will approach. And try to qualify themselves that they are worth of her. And they will try to do everything to impress the girl with their money, car, drinks. And just by qualifying themselves to her that they are worth of her, by buying her drinks, you will subcommunicate that you are actually below her and that you need to do something to get on her level. So actually you are subcommunicate that you are more insecure than she is. And since she's searching for somebody who is above her, somebody who is dominant, somebody who is confident, she is going to brush you away. A few years ago, a photo model told me a golden sentence. She said, listen, we all want a guy who is just a little bit above us. A guy who has more power than we have. It doesn't matter if it is his job, car, status, money or career. As long as the guy has more power than I have left-right brain. The easiest way to explain interaction between the man and the woman, and the best way to understand why all problems happen in communication between those two sexes, is to take a look at how do they think. The human brain has two hemispheres, left hemisphere and the right hemisphere. At the first glance, those hemispheres appear to be a mirror image of one another, But a closer look shows us that there are highly specialized regions that serve different functions. A scientific study found that the left side mostly deals with speech, logic, math and reasoning. It's our logical side of the brain. It also found that the right side deals with abstract things like emotions, art, dreaming and imagination. It's more like a creative, emotional side of our brain. Also. The all other things that we consider as instincts and the things we do without thinking are stored into our right brain. Everything we did in the last million of years is stored there and those things became our instincts. That part of the brain is like a read-only memory, while the left brain is more like a hard disk. When you are born, it's empty. And from the date of birth... You must start filling the left brain with information. Your first words, languages, reasoning and all other things you learn during your life are stored there. We are the only species on this planet with such a highly developed logical brain. That is the reason why we are controlling this planet. For millions of years we had this logical brain, but only in the last few hundred years we start to use this power. Other animals also have the logical brain, but they are not developed as highly as ours. Animals like dogs, monkeys and dolphins, they have capability to learn and memorize things, and then with intelligent reasoning use those things later. Still, they are living mostly on their animal instincts. When I say animal instincts, mostly I think about survival instincts like searching for the food, mating and staying alive. The only difference between us and the monkeys is that we developed that left side of the brain, the logical side, far more than they did. Everything you see around us, your computer, your TV, your car that you drive, this whole civilization, even this CD you are listening right now, is a product of that logical brain. If you were to remove the logical brain with all the social programming, behavior, knowledge, and other things we learned from our society, we will still behave like monkeys. The easiest way to demonstrate how people behave without the logical brain is to give them a lot of alcohol. As we know, alcohol kills the logical brain. If you take a look what happens at the nightclubs and the bars when people drink a lot of alcohol, things will become more clear. With males, they are trying to protect their territory. They are trying to protect their partners. They are fighting for the dominance. They are fighting for the alpha male status. Just like any other animal does. Female, as a weaker and more insecure sex, are trying to gain protection and comfort from the group. So they circle around their friends a lot. With a lot of alcohol, their social programming goes down. And they start to behave really sluttish, navigated by their instincts and the sex drive. That can explain to you why a lot of girls lose their virginity while they are being drunk. And why a lot of people get together when they are under influence of the alcohol. People like to say that girls are easy when you get them drunk. That is true, but also not. They simply don't understand why and what is happening inside their brain. While their logical brain is down, and that includes all their social programming, girls are driven by their emotions and instincts. So, there is no reason why not to kiss or have fun with somebody. Let's go millions of years back to the caveman period. Everything they had was the right part of the brain, instinctual brain. Just like any other animal back then. So, when a guy felt hungry, he went hunting. When a guy felt urge for the sex, he just looked around for the first girl he found in a cave and he made babies with her. Those were survival instincts. For example, females were attracted to the guys with big muscles because back then, a guy with big muscles was able to protect their family from intruders and hunt for food. He also had a good genes, so if a girl chose him for a father of her babies, her babies will have a better chance to survive than if she had a sex with somebody else. With a time, this choosing of who she's gonna mate with became instinctual. After a few thousand years, they didn't even think about who is the best for their offspring. They just felt some feeling, some urge in their body towards those kind of guys. Today we call this feeling attraction. If a girl million of years back She had a option to mate with this strong masculine guy or some geeky guy who was drawing pictures around the cave. Of course, she chose this strong masculine guy. Quick jump to our reality. Today, girls still have attraction toward those kind of guys. Not as strong as it used to be million years back because today it doesn't mean that the guy with big muscles will be able to get the food. Or that he has the best chance for survival. Still they have attraction towards those kind of guys because it's programmed deep into their right hemisphere of the brain. Thanks to our evolution. Today things like being rich or well built creates more and more attraction. But still feeling behind those things, muscles and the money is the same. Safety and protection. Evolution is a really interesting thing to study. For example, the reason why guys are attracted to the girls with big breasts also comes from a million years back. Back then, a woman with big breasts had more milk to feed babies than the woman with the small teeth. That also means that a woman with big breasts was able to have more babies and all of them had a better chance to survive. So again, we have survival instinct. The main problem of why women today doesn't understand the man and why man doesn't understand the woman, lies in this fact. Guys are logical, while females are emotional. The average man in his decision making use 80% of the logical brain and just 20% of emotional brain, while females are more emotionally oriented while they are making decision. Every decision they make comes mostly on how do they feel in that particular moment. And just maybe 20 or 30% of the decision comes from their logic. They always behave by how do they feel in that moment. Here is a small tip. Don't ever try to change the decision a girl makes. Instead, change her feelings and her decision will automatically change. For example, if a girl doesn't feel anything towards you and doesn't want to be with you, don't try to logically change her decision to be with you. Instead, change the way she feels and she will change her decision automatically. Sometimes it's really hard to explain their behavior, almost impossible, as they are constantly driven by their emotions. And their behavior changes as soon as their emotion changes. Their two parts of the brain are constantly fighting with each other. Later in the chapter jerks vs nice guys, this will be so obvious. When their society programming says they must go for a nice guys and their emotions are driving them towards the jerks, it's all day long fight. Social programming versus genes and emotions That is the secret why women, especially young girls, behave so strange. Like, one day they like you, next day they don't answer your phone calls. Some girls try to hide their emotional side. And on the surface, the only thing that is visible is the logical nice girl effect. But us, more experienced guys, we can see right through it, and we are able to see their true natural side. When you go to third world countries, You will see how a nature of woman looks like without the society bullshit. In Brazil, for example, people will like to say that girls down there are really easy. But I would say they are just how women are like without too much bullshit in their logical brain. They all like sex. We all know it. It's just our culture trying to brainwash them to act indifferent and to hide that fact. Guys, we really have a big problem when trying to seduce a woman with logical bullshit. Girls hate logic. So, if you want to seduce them, you must engage their emotional brain. You cannot talk with them like you talk with your friends. You cannot engage their emotional brain with boring topics like business, your car, your job. Also, if you take a look at why they are attracted to the fast cars, you will understand that besides social status, it drives their emotions crazy, speed and adrenaline. It's a big turn-on. Attraction and rapport To really understand the process of seducing the woman you desire, you must understand the process of attraction and rapport. In previous chapters, we talked about why attraction happens. Now, We'll go even further and explain the whole process of seduction. First, let's explain what attraction really is and why it happens. Attraction is a feeling and just like any other feeling, it goes away with time. Just like a pain and a pleasure, you can feel it around your body. Attraction is a feeling when you truly want something. We can even separate attraction into two categories. Sexual attraction towards the other person or normal attraction towards an object, like a car or a house. Here we will concentrate on a sexual attraction. When a girl sees or talks to a guy she wants, she will start feeling attraction towards him. She wants him. She will start to show indicators of interest towards this guy that will signal that she is interested into him. Attraction will happen only when she realizes that he is the guy that matches her criteria. That means that attraction is not something that can or can't happen. You can attract any girl on this planet with 100% success if you are able to recognize what she wants and you can convey those things. But attracting the girl, it's not your mission. It's just one step in this process of seduction. A lot of guys make this mistake. They attract a girl and she's all over him. He takes her phone number. Now she goes to sleep. Tomorrow she wakes up and she doesn't feel anything towards him anymore because the feeling goes away. It disappears with the time. In order to lock in attraction, you must create rapport. You must connect with that other person. Imagine the seduction process like this. There are two empty glasses. One is attraction and next one is rapport. First, you must fill up the attraction glass. When it's filled up, you can start to notice indicators of interest because the girl is attracted. And then you start to fill up rapport glass. If you first create rapport and there is no attraction, she will start to see you as a friend. And on your first move, she will give you the famous let's just be friends line. Why is that? Because you connect with her on a lot of topics and you too can talk a lot about everything, but she doesn't feel any kind of sexual attraction towards you. And of course, she just wants to be friends. So, here is the right way to do it. First, create attraction. After you create attraction, she will start to be more interested. She will want to know you better, to connect with you. She will start asking for rapport. Then you start creating rapport, not before, not after. There is a crucial point where you must start jumping to rapport. If you pay enough attention to the subcommunication of conversation with the woman, you will notice that she will tell you exactly what you need to do to seduce her. You can trust those signals. Because they come from her subconscious. They will tell you when they are really attracted, when you created rapport, when she is ready for the kiss. You just need to be relaxed and watch out for those signals. Once you create good rapport with a girl and you reach her soulmate level, that can guarantee at least one more meeting. Just don't do the basic mistake of trying to create rapport without her wanting to connect. It's just like when somebody tries to sell you the car that you don't want to buy when you don't feel any attraction towards the car. Of course, when you already want to buy the car, it's much easier for salesmen to close the deal. The structure of a good seduction is like this. Once you approach and initiate the conversation, you must reach the comfort stage. This means after you approach her, you must position yourself in the conversation so she is feeling comfortable talking with you. This is the crucial groundwork before attraction happens. In order for her to be comfortable talking with you, you must be comfortable talking with her. Then the next step is getting attraction by conveying the personality traits of ideal guy. You can notice attraction by the indicators of interest. She's going to sub-communicate. Then she is ready for the rapport, wide and deep, as explained later on CD. After rapport, she is ready for the kiss or isolation to somewhere else. Attraction Let's talk a little bit about attraction and what kind of guys girls want. But first, let me tell you what they don't want. They don't want the guys who are insecure, boring, monotone, with no sense for humor. They don't want nice guys whose mothers are buying them clothes. Guys who don't respect themselves. Guys who are afraid to take what they want. I mean, imagine if you are like 19 year old girl who wants to have some fun in her life. Would you feel any attraction towards those kind of guys? There is no way. Because this kind of guy is boring for a long-term relationship. And if they always want to try something new in their life and do the things, they are crazy, this kind of guy doesn't go with the image of what she has in her mind. So she won't even talk with him. Most girls don't have some wild and interesting life when they are alone. So they expect from the guys to provide them things like that. Things that will make their life more interesting and fun. While you talk with the girl you just met, she's going to screen you for your personality. She is going to find out by your behavior if you are the kind of guy that she is searching for or not. Every time you talk with somebody new, you are creating an image of yourself in their mind and their eyes. The people around you will create an image of you by the things you tell them verbally or non-verbally. Verbally means by stories, jokes and other things that you tell while non-verbally means by the way you behave, your body language, voice, the way you move, the way you walk. Basically, every time you talk with a new person, you can be whoever you want. You just need to convey those things and the traits you will like people think you have. With a time, that will become part of who you are. So nobody will be able to tell you if that's real you or you are just faking. It really doesn't matter if you are some nice guy or something else girls don't like. You just need to learn how to behave differently and convey a different kind of personality and you will be the prince they have been searching for years. Every girl is different, but almost all of them they are searching for exactly same thing. Because here is the almost every girl on this planet will describe as her ideal boyfriend. The guy who is confident, that has a sense for a humor. Guy who knows what he wants. A guy that is adventurous, who looks and dress nice. A guy who is in control. A guy that is interesting and also unpredictable. A guy that wants a relationship with her. And the most important, a guy who cares about her. Now, the key is to convey those things when you talk with a girl. When you convey those things, she will start to feel attraction in her body towards you because you appear to be the guy that she has been searching for. Ok, probably you understand the theory, but how to be the guy that she wants? How to get the confidence? Let's start from the beginning. How do you look good? Go buy yourself some nice clothes and dress with a style. Take care of your body. Go to the gym, work out regularly. Take a shower regularly. Smell good. You must smell good. This is the first and most basic step you must do. You cannot seduce a woman by being dressed really shitty. Basically, you can do it. But it's going to be 10 times harder to do. So if you want to make your life harder for yourself, go do it. But I strongly suggest that you dress yourself nice. Trust me, people will treat you differently when you dress with a style than when you go out in trainers from bounces to girls and guys in the clubs. Ok, one important rule on dressing style. Do not wear more than 3 colors at a time. Remember it, 3 colors are the maximum you should have. Anything more than that, it's too much. Also, your shoes should be the same color as your belt is a basic rule. One big turn off for a woman is when the guy is predictable. When she can predict his every step. That's really boring for the girls. When a guy is predictable, a time, it becomes boring. And being boring is the enemy of attraction. Being unpredictable is interesting. It conveys that you are not like all other guys. It drives them crazy. They think about you when they go home. They think what you're going to do next. It makes them wonder. Okay, how do you be unpredictable? From time to time do things that are opposite from the things you originally had planned. If she thinks you would take her to a movies, instead take her to a rafting or to art gallery, or if you plan to say I love you, say I hate you, and then hug her. Don't always be like this, because it can be confusing. Don't do it too often. She may think that you are insane or crazy. But from time to time... It's okay to mess with her head a little bit. Those things drive them crazy. If she thinks you'll do something for her, surprise her, do something for her, but do something that is totally different from what she expected. Let her keep wondering what's going to be next. If nothing else, she's thinking about you all the time. How to be in control. Girls really love guys who are in control because it radiates confidence, it sub-communicates power and also it sub-communicates that she can rely on this kind of guy. Let's see how to become a guy who is always in control of himself. First, you must know what do you want and go for it without any fear. Then it's important to lead. Don't expect from them to make any decisions. The more you lead her, like choosing where you will go for a date or what you are going to do with her, the more you will have the situation under control and the more you will be closer to your goal. Never let them decide what you are going to do and where you are going to be. Be democratic, but still lead. Decide what's going to be and how it is going to be. They love when you decide for them and when you take control of the things. For example, let her choose the time and then you choose the location and the rest, so it looks like it's 50-50. Actually, you have more control as you know what you're going to do and when. Just remember one big rule, if you don't like something, change it. Being an adventurous guy represents good sex and lot of adrenaline. Relationship with a guy who is adventurous adventurous—it's always interesting and refreshing and full of new things. That's why they have such a turn on towards adventurous guys. If you don't be a guy like that, just don't do the things like everybody does. That means, if a normal date is to go for a coffee or to the movies, don't do it. Do something different. Something more physical. It's really funny, but even if you take a girl to a mini golf. That is adventurous for them. Because the girls are mostly used to going to the movies, drinks and dinner. I sometimes feel sorry for them as 95% of the guys are like that. No imagination or creativity at all. So, be different. Do something different. I do many adventurous and crazy things with them. For example, I love to take them to the things like bungee jumping or rafting or watching the stars with telescopes. That is something I usually do as a part of my lifestyle, so I just invite them to it. Showing that you care is really important for a girl to know. A big percentage of the girls are searching for a relationship, and they don't like one-night stands. Once you start creating rapport, you will sub-communicate that you want to connect with her, which will make her open up more and make her more interest into you. If you notice that a girl doesn't want a relationship, like if she's a party chick, because she's just searching for sex, don't try to connect with her, because she doesn't want a relationship. With party chicks, you can create good rapport by giving them good sex. That is the only way that guarantees that she'll come back for more. What kind of guy they want. Those things change with years. It's different a girl who is like 25 or a girl who is like 40. At the age 16 to 18, when they still have no sex experience, they will be with the first guy who comes along. Later, as they become more and more adult, more guys will start to hit on them and she will have more guys to choose from. So around age 19 to 24 is the peak for the most girls. Those are the years where they are going to be with a lot of guys and they will try everything. Usually in those years, their confidence will reach its peak, because a lot of guys will hit on them, ask them for dinners and dates, it's going to be an ego booster. They love this kind of attention, it makes them happy. They will be around the guys who are fun, guys who are sexual, guys who are confident. Later, as they get older and their bodies doesn't look as good as they used to be, they will get more frustrated their confidence goes down because nobody approaches them anymore as they are not attractive anymore. So they will have less and less guys to choose from. And usually what happens is that they will be with the first guy who comes along. Also at the age after 26, they start to think more seriously and change the values they are searching for in a guy. They start to search more for the guys who are marriage material. That means they don't search for the guys who are adventurous crazy, fun, guys that give a good sex. Those kind of things are not important anymore. They start to search for a guy who is going to be a good father, a guy who loves and wants children, a guy who is intelligent and who she can trust. The more time passes after age 26, the more and more they get frustrated and unhappy and the easier it is for you if you want to get them. Nice guys versus jerks. It's really not hard to understand why most hot girls go for those jerks. But let me explain you even more. I can say from my experience where I had a few years of being Mr. Nice Guy and a long, long history of being a jerk towards the woman. And I'm going to tell you the one thing. The more jerk I was towards them, the more attracted they were. When a woman thinks logically, she will never consider being with a jerk, but as she can explain herself, as they more feel than they think, they end up with the jerks. They simply feel attraction towards those jerks. Jerks by nature are more pushy and they go for what they want and we know how much woman likes to be controlled. Also one of the biggest dreams women have is to be taken, where jerks push and go beyond that small resistance. And usually get the girl and the most important thing is that the jerks they take all the control and responsibility on themselves so girls feel really relaxed because she's not responsible for the sex it's not her guilt it's not her fault if it happens also one other big thing is that the girls are emotional creatures and they love emotions so I will say the biggest difference between the jerks and the nice guys is The jerks give them a lot, a lot of emotions, like love, hate, pain, pleasure, safety and power, while nice guys give just one emotion, and that is love. And even love is okay, but after a while it becomes boring. Indicators of interest Let's talk a little bit about indicators of interest and how to recognize them, and how to recognize when a girl is interested into you. A lot of guys have this problem of recognizing indicators of interest from the girls they talk to. Because they expect that a girl will express her interest into them verbally. They expect that a girl will tell him I like you, let's fuck or something like that. Now, girls are not like that. If they really want to tell you that they like you, they will sub-communicate that message to you. They will send a lot of non-verbal signals and messages to you. 80% of the girls and women are not aware of those non-verbal messages and the indicators of interest they send towards the guys. And those signals they send come mostly from her subconscious and they are not aware of them. So when you recognize some of those signals, you can be pretty sure that the girl feels something towards you and that she is attracted to you. Here is some most common indicators of interest which will happen in most usual places like clubs, bars the office, street, or the shopping malls. When a girl is interested in you, she is going to ask you the questions in order to know you better. Questions like how old are you, are, what's your name, where are you from and similar questions where she wants to find out more about you. It is obvious that with asking those questions, the girl subconsciously is searching for a poor with you. Also, when the girl is attracted, she is going to lean in towards you. So she can be closer to you and she will touch you from time to time, accidentally of course. Yes, they will touch you. Like accidentally bumping into you or something like that. Some consciously they will search for the physical contact. Be aware of it. Also, other big indicator of interest that she is into you is when you talk and something interrupts your story, she will ask you to continue your story. This means that she's interested in who you are. And she wants to get to know you. A girl may also play with her hair, maintain strong eye contact, and smile when she's into you. Girls will also fix their hair, makeup, and play with her lipstick just to look more beautiful for you, so they can attract you. All those things come from their subconscious. It's totally automatic process that they have. They don't even think about. They know that the only tool they have to attract the guys is their looks. So they will try to look the best they can in front of you to attract you. Also, they will introduce you to their friends. Maybe isolate you two away from the group. Groups of girls, when they go out, they always sub-communicate those small clues to each other. Especially if they are good friends. They have small messages for a lot of things like, I like this guy or let's go to the toilet, or let's go home, those guys are boring. Picking up those small clues is a science. After you spend some time being around the women and the girls, you will get used to it to those things and you will start picking up them really fast. Like, when you're in the club and you talk to the one girl that is a part of the big group, and the group goes somewhere else and leaves you two alone. This is the big subcommunicated message from the group which says that they like you and they want the two of you to get together. Girls do this kind of stuff to each other all the time. A few years ago, I met a one girl in a club, she was a female player and she was able to get what she wanted from every guy in a club in just few minutes. The only thing she was doing differently from all other girls in a club that she gave indicators of interest consciously. She would go up to a guy, start a conversation, and she would start playing with her hair touching herself around the hips and the breasts, and she would seduce every guy in a club doing this kind of stuff. The only difference between her and other girls that she was playing this game on a conscious level. She knew exactly what she was doing. She was aware of every her move. It was pleasure watching her seduce the guys. So, when you spot indicators of interest, go for a pour, start a pour. If you are new to this game, I suggest you wait for three different indicators of interest and then you go for a pour. If you are not sure if she's really attracted, this will help you. Count three of them and you'll be sure. When you see a three indicators of interest on the same level, you can be sure that she is attracted towards you. Indicators of interest are something that most guys have a problem recognizing. In the most cases, the indicators of interest that a guy gets when he is talking to a girl that is into him comes from her subconscious. But sometimes they do it consciously and they say to themselves, I am seducing this guy. The most common indicators of interest are playing with her hair, lips, breast, asking for questions like what's your name, where are you from, and all other things I want to get to know you better, questions, bumping into you accidentally, touching you, playing with her lipstick, maintaining strong eye contact, smiling, being actively present in conversation, leaning in towards you to hear what you have to say, and when you touch her or hug her, she doesn't object, and introducing you to her friends. It's just like when you go to the car store and you are looking for a new car and you start giving indicators of interest towards the car. You give a strong eye contact, you touch the car, you want to sit beside the car, you ask how much it costs, you want to connect. From the salesman point of view, those are indicators of interest and the salesman knows you are interested in the car and then he's gonna help you to buy the car, he's gonna create a report. Once the girl gave indicators of interest, it's time to initiate rapport. Go first. One really important principle in seduction that I love to use is the go first principle. It comes from the field of hypnosis. Basically, it says that the easiest way to push somebody into a specific emotional state is to go into the same emotional state yourself, and then the other person will pick it up that same emotion. Basically, this happens all the time when we are around somebody. We pick up their emotions. And that is the easiest way to control the girl. That is the easiest way to control her emotions. And as I told you before, the seduction is just a process of controlling her emotions till the sex. Even the sex is emotion. So the principle is like this. You go into the same emotion that you want the person to feel it. And then the person is going to pick up that emotion. Now, that emotion must be stronger than their current emotion is. Your emotion must be stronger than theirs. Because the stronger emotion always wins. Imagine a situation. A guy comes home and as soon as he opens the doors of his living room, he sees his whole family crying. Somebody in the family died. And no matter what his emotional state was in that moment, the emotion of his family is stronger. And he is immediately going to pick up their emotion. Example number two: You go visit your friends, and as soon as you open the door, he starts jumping, hugging you. He's jumping up and down. He just won a million dollar on the lottery. You don't know it, but somehow you start jumping with him, giving him high fives. You become happy. Again, the stronger emotion wins. Situation number three. A guy goes on a first date with a beautiful blonde girl. They sit next to each other. The guy feels really nervous because she's so beautiful. And he feels so scared of this situation. And how does a girl after 5 minutes feel around him? Nervous, of course. She doesn't know why. She simply feels nervous around him. She goes to the toilet and she goes home because. She felt nervous, she felt uncomfortable because the guy is uncomfortable, she's also going to feel uncomfortable around him. That means she picked up his emotions. Somehow she just felt strange around him, somehow uncomfortable. In order to prevent those kind of situations, you must learn to control your emotions. And trust me, if you cannot control yourself and your emotions, there is no way you will be able to control anybody around you. Whenever you approach a girl, she's going to be a little bit scared. So it's your job to make her feel relaxed. And how to do it? You must go first. You must be relaxed. You must be relaxed first. And when you are relaxed, people around you will feel more relaxed and comfortable. Only and only if you are relaxed. On the last CD we'll talk more about using your body language to get people be more relaxed around you. Rapport Creating rapport is a crucial part of seduction, plain and simple. If you want to see a girl again in your life, you must create some kind of rapport with her. Otherwise, you are just a stranger who met accidentally. Rapport means that you connect with that person, that you understand each other, that you are on the same frequency, same level. Every person in your life that you consider as a friend became a friend when you created a rapport with that person. Those are people who share same interest with or have a lot of things in common, for example, you like the same kind of music or you have the same hobbies. Probably the more things you have in common, the better friends you are and There are a lot of things that connects two of you. That is the core of rapport when you connect with somebody so well, and the person is the opposite sex. They usually tell that you are a soulmate. So society definition of a soulmate is somebody who connects with you on a lot of things, who shares a lot of common interests with you, and also who understands you. So if you want to create some kind of connection with somebody and become their soulmate or friend, you must create wide and deep rapport with that person. What do I mean when I say wide and deep rapport? When I say wide, I mean that you must connect on a lot of topics. When I say deep, I mean that you must go deep inside the topic, deep on the feelings level, and connect with a person on the feelings. While creating rapport, you must create three things. Those three things combined make rapport they are comfort, trust, and connection. Comfort comes with a time. If you are relaxed with a person you just met, that person is going to be relaxed also, and that will create comfort. Also, while talking to other person, girls mostly, I suggest that you make them comfortable early on with your touch. That means girl must be comfortable on you touching her, and otherwise on she touching you. So that's the job in the comfort stage. You must make them comfortable. That means a lot of high fives and other things that will initiate physical contact, like palm reading or something else. Non-sexual physical contact. Trust comes with a time. But mostly it's about you. It starts from you. The more you trust her, the more she is going to trust you back. For example, if you leave your sunglasses and you go to the toilet, that will sub-communicate to her that you trust her. And she'll probably trust you more. But in general, trust comes with a time also. When a girl is relaxed and you open to her, with your secrets and other things, you're going to create a trust. Leading in general makes people trust you. You lead, you decide for them, they will start to follow you and trust you. Connection. Connection is the only verbal part of rapport. That means to create it, you will need to talk. Connection is the most important part of rapport also, and the most complicated part. Once you learn how to create it, it becomes easy. But first, you must understand the difference between wide and deep rapport. And also, you must understand the structure of how to create wide and deep rapport. For example, if I met a girl in a club, and I know the girl from my college days, and let's say, we talk about for 5 hours about how crazy it used to be on our college, projects we did together, teachers we used to know, and all the things that happened and that we experienced during those few years. Now, let me ask you, After talking with her for five hours about one topic, tomorrow morning, am I her soulmate? Hell no. Who am I? I am just some college guy. Why? Because it was just one topic. It wasn't wide. It was a deep conversation about just one topic. But now, if I switch to seven or eight topics and went deep on each topic, I will become her soulmate will connect on a deep level. I will tell you exact structure on how to create wide and deep rapport. For the first step, when you talk with a girl, you must open a topic with a big question like What type of music do you listen? Then you ask a sub-question and another sub-question to get more details about that topic. Like, what's your favorite band? Or, what's your favorite artist? Now, if a person doesn't come up with a story, and mostly they won't, you must tell a story first. Because they are afraid to open. What you do is you tell a story first about that topic. You must open first. After this point, what should happen is that you guys usually have a stories exchange. Where you tell a story, then other person comes back with a story that relates to your story. Then you tell a story that relates to other person's stories. And that's how do you connect on each specific topic. If you observe how two people communicate, you will realize it's mostly about stories exchange. One of them tells a story, and then the other person has a need to tell his story what relates to previous story. And then again, first person will tell a story that relates to his story. That's how do they connect. After a few stories exchange, you switch and you open a new topic. And then directly proceed to a story. That means like this. You open a topic with a big question. Like, what's your favorite sport? You ask a few sub-questions just to get more information about that topic. And then, if a person doesn't come up with a story, you tell a story first. Because maybe sometimes people have a problem opening. So instead, you do the opposite. You open the first. And then the person is going to feel more trust and comfortable with a story. They gonna open. That is the way you open them. It means you tell a story about that topic, about your favorite sport, and then you'll see that person is gonna come back with a story that relates to your story. They gonna open. So never ask more than two questions in a row. Don't try to create a conversation with asking the questions. Instead tell a story. Always whenever you want to open up person. You open up first. You tell a story first. That will guarantee that the person is going to come back with a story. Now, the goal is to connect with a person on each topic. Also, the crucial thing in rapport is do not connect on the surface things. Connect on feelings. One more time. Do not connect on the surface things. Connect on the feelings. Remember it. My girlfriend told me a few times things like
1: Listen, we don't connect on surface things at all. For example, you drink coke, I drink juice. I hate coke and you hate juice. But the feeling we have while drinking our favorite drinks is the same. That's where we connect. You do skydiving, I do horseback riding. But the feeling of adrenaline and excitement that we both have while doing it is the same. We both enjoy it.
0: So always connect on the feelings. Not the surface things. Connect down on the feelings. Everybody on this planet has a feelings for favorite food. For the favorite music. For the favorite sport. It's a thing that we love. So just find those feelings and connect of them. Here are a few more tips. Maintain eye contact in your poor stage. Be totally honest. And talk about whatever you want. Just don't be nervous and close your body language. If you do it, you're going to project the wrong vibe. You're going to project that you're afraid to connect. Whatever she says, never say, yeah, me also. Or me too. For example, she says, I love rap. You say, yeah, me too. It's so transparent when you say, yeah, me also. It's so transparent that you want to create rapport with her. That you want to be like her. Don't do it. Have your own opinion. Even if you really love rap. At least say, yes, I also prefer rap, but more like a Cuban rap than American. Also, you can disagree. Don't be afraid to disagree with her. If she likes something, you can always say like, no, see, I hate it, but I really like this. Don't be afraid to disagree. Don't be afraid to have your own opinion. They love it. Whenever you want to change the topics, use the magic word anyway. Like, you talk about one thing, you say like, anyway, what do you think about this? Or, anyway, have you ever been to the Cuba? Whenever you want to end a boring conversation or connect two topics that don't go together, use the word, anyway. In following live demonstration of wide and deeper rapport, please pay attention to the structure I told you a few minutes ago and also how naturally the stories exchange happens. You will notice also how I use the word anyway, open a topic and then make a report go wide. So please, follow the structure, how I do open the topic, do sub-creation and then the stories exchange open. Yeah, it's so funny. Anyway, what kind of music do you listen?
1: I love everything, I can listen to almost everything.
0: And Okay, and what's your favorite song, like, you know, like that song that makes you go wild when you hear it on the radio?
1: Probably Enigma.
0: Yeah, really? I don't like Enigma so much, but I really like sting.
1: Yeah, Sting is cool.
0: I mean I have been to the Enigma concert last year in Amsterdam. It was really? crazy.
1: Really? I always wanted to go there, but most of the times I have nobody to go with me. And I didn't feel like going to concert alone.
0: I love concert. I mean I go to concert but not because of the music. I mean more just because of energy and atmosphere. It's totally different than everything else out there. <laughs>
1: Yes, a few of my friends told me the same thing. That's the reason why I want to go there. They're so different.
0: So you like to travel?
1: Yeah, but unfortunately I don't have time and money for it. You know, college, job...
0: Okay, tell me. I mean, if you wake up tomorrow morning somewhere on the planet, like anywhere, where will it be?
1: I think it would be... Cuba.
0: Yeah, Cuba is a nice place. I mean, definitely a place to go. I love exploring those kind of exotic things, like countries, like... I mean, just like chilling out on the beach, like drinking cocktail, you know, like, I don't know, and without thinking about the life. Just like, that feeling, that you are like, you don't need anything to do, like, besides just to have fun, just enjoy life and hold your leg.
1: Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The most exotic place I've been to is Thailand. A beautiful place, lots of beautiful beaches. But I had been there with my parents, so I wasn't able to enjoy it fully. But definitely I want to come back there and enjoy it again.
0: <laughs> yeah, parents, huh? I can imagine it. <laughs> anyway, what kind of sports do you like?
1: I do aerobic and Thai bow right now, but I used to play volleyball for years.
0: Yeah, like indoor or on the beach? or more like?
1: Indoor mostly, but I have been to a few tournaments during summer and played on the beach. I like it more than indoor.
0: Yeah, I love playing it during the summer. Like, I mean, last summer I fucked up my knee right, with some, I don't stupid jump. And I promised myself I'm not going to play it for the next few years.
1: Thanks God, I've never had any problems with injuries. I had this Indian doctor that helped me a lot in my career.
0: You're a lucky one for sure. <laughs> I see you have a beautiful ring. Do you know why people put a marriage ring on this finger? You see, by all the culture, they used to believe that this finger has a blood ring that goes directly to your heart, without separating anywhere. And they also used to believe when somebody puts a marriage ring on this finger, it closes that connection with your heart. So, nobody can enter your heart. And as long as you are with that person, nobody else can enter your heart, and you won't talk about anybody else. They also used to believe that in the beginning of the universe that every soul with a few other soulmates. That the purpose of our living here is to find one of those soulmates, connect with her, and live happily
1: with her. That was beautiful.
0: This was a really good example of wide and deep rapport. I bet you say to yourself, but this was just a normal conversation, where is the secret? Exactly. This is the whole point of this. CDs, is how to stay normal and still get what do you want. If you paid attention, probably you saw the structure I am talking about. I started a topic and then opened with sub-question went into deeper inside the topic. I didn't ask too many questions, I opened at her with my stories. I went into the stories first and then she responded back, which is totally normal human behavior. Then the stories exchange happened. Once I went deep inside, I made sure that the topic didn't become boring. So I changed the topic using the magic word anyway. While creating rapport, don't ask too many questions. Instead, open first. If you open up to person totally, he or she will feel that it's okay to open up to you also. For example, if you share to person a secret, probably the person will come back with their own secret also, and you are connecting. Also, it's good if you can bring the topic deeper to the feelings level, of how she felt while playing the sports, or anything else, the feelings. Girls respond to the feelings level a million times more than they respond to the facts. At the end of conversation, notice how my tonality changed, and how I sucked her, Girl with my words by the way I was talking. Some topics that you can go through include the music, food, sports, hobbies, relationships, love, traveling, school and childhood, and also all other topics, but go deep inside the topic. Here are a few more tips on Rapport. Try to remember her name and use it in the conversation. It's much better to say So tell me, Ivana, what sports do you like? Then, hey, tell me, what sports do you like? Because when you use the first name, it feels more friendier, more closer, like you are not strangers anymore. Of course, don't repeat her name too much. Do it from time to time. Also, try to change few places inside the club if possible while creating the rapport with the girl. If you approach the girl on the dance floor, take her to the bar and go sit somewhere. The more places you change, the more rapport you will create. It's like going to the world together. One more thing, don't overdo it. It's okay to change place or two during the conversation, during the night. It's enough to do it inside the club. Also, it's smart to take her for a drink to somewhere to more low energy bar or to the lunch where you can talk more. While creating rapport, your energy level must be lower than in the attraction stage. Because in rapport you are connecting with her. You are connecting with each other. So you must be on her level. While in attraction stage, your energy must be higher than her or them if it's a group. If you know how to dance, salsa or some other dance, that's excellent. Here are a few more tips on how to create a deep rapport using your dance skills. If you don't know how to dance, it doesn't matter. Stay away from a dance floor. Basically, it's a good skill to learn, you can get physical really fast, but it's not a skill that you must have to get laid. After you get a girl to dance with you, dance a few minutes to the club music. Then, forget the music around you, and in your own mind create your own music, and start dancing on it. If everybody in a club is a high energy, you go totally low, and dance with her low energy. Be opposite of the club energy. That way, you will create your own world, where you are alone with her. It's like you two against the rest of the world. It's your own world. By creating your own energy and the music, you will suck her into your world. Also, you must lead all the time, remember it. If you dance regularly, you know this already. With leading all the time, you will create trust really fast. Two types of women. Everybody on this planet should be different and unique, at least that's what our society tells us. That would be really beautiful, but unfortunately, that's not the case on this planet. There are a few main categories where you can put every person on this planet into. Here we'll talk mostly about the women, I think there is like 8 or 9 different types of women. But to make things simpler, we'll categorize them into two main categories. Physical types and emotional types. Actually, it's more like a party chicks and emotional girls. Basically, you know what I'm talking about. And also, I'm sure that in your life, you have met a woman who fits in both categories. Party chicks are mostly young girls. They like to try everything. Sex, drugs, alcohol, whatever. They live for going out and having fun. They love attention. Usually, they have multiple partners, and they don't like long-term relationships. As they know, if they step into the relationship, they will lose all their lifestyle. So mostly, they go for one-night stands and short-term boyfriends. When they reach their 20s, they start to change and they become more serious and they want to settle down. So they become closer to the second category. Party chicks dress really sexually. Because they search for the sex all the time. You can recognize them in the clubs because they will position themselves in the most visible place in the club, where everybody can see them. Emotional types of women. They are more low energy, down-to-earth women. They are searching for the soulmates, for long-term relationships. They don't like one-night stands. But if you do it correctly, they will do it. They hang out with their friends a lot. And in clubs, you'll see them in huge groups of friends. Because they don't have such a confidence like party chicks to go out alone. So they try to gain the comfort and the confidence from the group. They search for a person who is like them. A person that understands them. Quality rapport will make them fall in love. You will get them by creating good, wide and deep rapport. While party chicks mostly, you will get them by projecting your confidence, attitude and dominance above them, generally attraction. So, party chicks go for attraction, while emotional chicks mostly will get them with creating good rapport. Don't do the basic mistake and try to create rapport with party chicks in a normal way. As soon as they smell, any type of rapport they will run away. To create rapport with them, you must provide them a good sex. That is the only way you can create rapport with party chicks. They will come back to you only and only if you give them a good sex. That will make them come back for more. Contrast theory. Having a contrast in your personality is one of the biggest things that can improve your game and success with a woman. My whole life I was just a bad boy. And that mostly attracted the party chicks because it represents good sex. As I was just a bad boy... A lot of girls used to run away from me because it was written all over my face that I just want the sex and I'm not guy for a relationship. So I added a new level to my game. I added this emotional level to my personality, more romantic side of myself. I think I always had this part, but I never let people see it. That part got me other type of a woman, the emotional type of the woman. So really soon I was able to attract most chicks in the club. Party chicks will attract to me because of my body language, confidence, that bad boy image, and then I'll start talking about romantic things, about feelings, creating rapport, and that will attract emotional chicks as they search for a relationship. Emotional chicks will go crazy because I was exactly the type of guy who they wanted for a relationship. So you probably just have one side, and that is probably the soft side. If that isn't true, then you will need to work on that other side to get more aggressive, more dominant side. Having a contrast is a powerful thing. As girls and women, they won't be able to figure you out about you. It drives them crazy, as they cannot understand how somebody can be such a badass and so romantic in the same time. Besides going out and approaching women, one thing that will also affect your success is how your home looks like. The girl is going to get a full picture about you when she sees your home. Don't let this last step, when you bring a girl home, blocks you from your success. Two parts of the home that reflects your personality are the kitchen and the bathroom. There are two of the places that will want to check out as soon as they come to your place, so they must be clean. In the bathroom, always have a clean towels an additional toothbrush, liquid for lenses, and makeup remover. Buy some nice toilet paper, because remember, she has to use toilet paper every time she goes to a toilet. We don't. For the kitchen, make sure that everything is clean, and that inside the fridge, make sure you don't have some old food. In the fridge, you should always have some bottle of good wine or champagne, some whipped cream, or some sex food like chocolate or strawberries. Your living room should be clean, just like a coffee table. On the coffee table, there needs to be something interesting. Because when a person sits down on a couch, they usually pick up something from the coffee table to read. I have excellent erotic books like Super Sex by Tracy Cox. This book is full of the black and white erotic photos. It's really good book, a perfect book for a coffee table. What I usually do is, when I bring a girl home, I will make sure she sit on my couch and I will tell her, I am going to take a shower, make yourself a home here. Just don't touch this book on the table. Even if you open it, don't look at the page 60. And the page 60 is about the oral sex. When I come back, half of the things are already done. When I come back, she's already thinking about the sex. Also, in the living room, make sure you have some good romantic music which is going to bring her into a good state. Some cool DVDs and some drinks they are also cool to have. I always have some candles and condoms somewhere around the couch. I love to create special atmosphere. You don't need to do it all the time, but from time to time, candles and soft music with a glass of wine can make things really special. Your bedroom should be the most attractive place in your home. The bedroom is a shrine where she's going to get naked with you. Show her that it's a special place by treating it like the one. Keep the atmosphere in the bedroom intimate. Low level lights in the room are the key. Too much light is going to kill intimacy. Also, girls don't like it. Another thing. As you plan to be naked, the temperature must be on the right level. It must be neither cold or too hot. She must feel comfortable while being naked. Your drawers should contain massage oil, condoms, and maybe some sex toys to spice things a little bit up. With sex toys, be careful. We don't want to scare her. Let it come with time. As soon as a girl enters your place, try to minimize all the possibilities that can destroy your plan. If your plan is that she's going to spend the night at your place, then you must have all the things that she needs. For example, maybe she will love to stay at your place, but she doesn't have the makeup remover with her, and neither do you have, so she is forced to go home. If you let these kind of things mess up your plans, then you are not playing the solid game. So take care of your place, it will make your life much easier. Dates. Let's say you get a phone number from a girl you like, we will cover taking phone numbers later on a mission city. When you take a phone number from a girl, don't call her tomorrow morning or as soon as possible, try to stay congruent with your I am the man image. If you behave during your first approach, like she needs you, then calling tomorrow morning will not be congruent with the first impression. So wait for a day or two. I usually call them, I don't know, afternoon, next day, for example, if I meet a girl in a club Friday night, I will call her like Saturday afternoon. Keep that first phone call really short. Like, just few minutes. Just to arrange place and a time where you're gonna meet. Remember, you must lead, but still be democratic. Like, tell her, let's meet at Tuesday evening at bar X. And let her choose the time. Because if you choose the location and let her choose the time, you're gonna be democratic. It's like half-half. That is the best strategy. Because if you choose a good place and you have good logistics there, No matter what time it is, you're gonna make things much easier. Let the time be in afternoon hours, or in the evening if possible. Also, avoid Fridays and Saturdays, when the girls are into party mode and they plan to go out. First date can be a normal date, like coffee or movie, or having a drink somewhere. But later try to avoid those kind of dates, they are boring. The average 20 year old girl has been on between 800 and 1500 dates. I mean, can you guess what kind of dates? They are always the same. Movies, boring dinners, coffee with a guy. It's always the same. Can you imagine being 800 times or 1000 times doing exactly the same thing? After a while, those kind of dates become really boring. And then you wonder why hot girls run away when they smell boring nice guys. So be creative, do something different with them, be different. Take them to different kind of places. Take them to art galleries. Do something physical, some sports like mini golf, like tennis, whatever. Just be different. Take them to places where nobody else takes them. And just avoid those boring things. If you already do these things as a part of your lifestyle, that's excellent. Just invite girls into your lifestyle then. During dates. Avoid being insecure or not sure does she likes you or not. If she's there, she likes you. From girl's point of view, they go on a first date to see if they really like the guy, like a screening. Is he the same guy he was in a club? Then, if she comes to the next date, that means she's interested to the guy. She wants to be with him. I mean really ask yourself, if she's not sure she likes the guy during the first date, why would she come to see guy again? One of my girlfriends told me something really interesting. She said to me that if a guy doesn't try to make any moves during those first 4 or 5 dates, that means he's not interested into her and that he wants to be friends. Of course, if you date somebody 5 times and he doesn't show any interest, probably he just wants to be friends. And she told me she won't see him again because she doesn't need him, she doesn't need a friend. She has a lot of friends. When I say move, that means a kiss or something more physical. So if something like that happened to you, now you know why it happened. In general, don't be needy and just remember to give them the fun. Even the hottest girls, they are really bored. Their life is really boring. Flakes. Let's talk about flakes. Let me explain what flake is. Standard situation, you meet a girl and she likes you, she is attracted to you and you take her phone number or some other contact information or you set up a date for some other day and what happens is, the girl never answers your phone calls, she doesn't want to meet with you, she is not interested in you anymore Now, this may bug you and drive you crazy because you cannot understand what's happening because she was attracted to you this is mostly a result of not enough good rapport with a girl. As I told you a few times, attraction is just a feeling. And just like any other feeling, it goes away with a time. So no wonder, when a girl was attracted to you, that night she goes home, takes a shower, takes a nap. And when she wakes up tomorrow morning, the feeling disappeared. So when you call her, you are just some club guy that attracted her. So if you want to avoid flakes in the future, try to stay longer with a girl you just met. Try to create rapport with her. Try to create wide and deep rapport. Because when you create wide and deep rapport, she's never going to flake. She's never going to flake her soulmate. That is the perfect way to make sure she's going to stay with you. Because rapport never dies. Just like with your friends. Once you create friendship, it's hard to destroy it. Friendship is rapport without sexual attraction. Emotional states in a pickup. Starting from this section, we'll talk more seriously about the pickup and prepare you for our next mission CD. So, hopefully, after this you'll be ready for the mission CD. I already told you that seducing a woman is just about how do you make them feel. If you make them feel relaxed and okay, and they enjoy your presence, everything is gonna be okay. If you make them feel nervous around you, then it's your fault because they feel nervous. So you must control their emotional states all the time. Remember, girl is an exact mirror image of your emotional state. Here is the structure of emotions that you must guide her during the pickup. The first emotion that you must push her into when you initiate conversation must be a comfort. She must feel relaxed while talking to you. Making her feel relaxed as the first feeling she got from you is a groundwork for all other emotions that you will push her into the future. You cannot make her feel attracted to you if her first emotion is nervousness. Her second emotion should be attraction. How soon it's going to happen depends on how good your skills are at conveying the things that you want her to see. After you get attraction, the next thing is rapport. Behind rapport, there's a few emotions. The feeling that she trusts you and the feeling that you of two are on the same page understanding. It's also good if you make her feel comfortable with your touch during the rapport stage. That means girls must be comfortable in you touching her and she touching you. Of course, non-sexual touch at beginning. You'll accomplish this by using the gimmicks like palm reading or high fives or putting your arm around her or something else. After you make a girl feel attracted to you, you make her feel that she trusts you and she is comfortable on your touch. So you just need to make things more sexual there. Of course. You are starting this with light kissing, then proceeding to a place where the environment allows you to get more physical with a girl. Environment that allows you to be naked with her. Direct vs. Indirect During the last few hundred years, men came out with different styles of seducing the woman. There is not just one style that works. Each player has a different style. Casanova and Don Juan. They had different styles of seduction and both of them worked. Here I will explain two basic categories in which you can sort in almost every player on the earth. Indirect and direct style. When I say indirect I mean approaching the girls and playing the game like you are not interested into them more like you just need to ask them something a question. An example would be something like this. Hey girls let me ask you something, do you think that my friend is a good-looking, because other girl told him blah, 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 whatever, you got the idea. But then, you continue the conversation, and with time, by conveying the attractive personality, you create attraction and later rapport, of course. Why the almost opposite way of seducing the more masculine way and the harder way is approaching them and stating your intention from the first moment. This is more direct approach, it's harder because you have just one chance to fuck up. While with indirect way, it's much harder to fuck up the starch because you can always reinitiate conversation if something goes wrong. The direct approach is more for advanced guys, who are good at conveying all these important traits with body language and the attitude. The direct approach gives you the chance to attract the girl from the first second. The most important thing with the direct approach is the attitude you must convey, and that is I am choosing you, I am above you, and I will give you the chance to be with me. And you will be lucky to be with me. If you are able to convey this attitude with your voice and your body language, then direct will work for you. If not, you will have a lot of problems with it. I suggest from beginning you start using indirect style and later your time when you develop confidence and attitude, you switch to direct. Here is an example of opening sentence for direct. I like you and I would like to get to know you. Actually, I prefer more like this style. I like you and I am going to get to know you. Or you know who remind me of the girl I should meet. I strongly advise that for a deeper understanding of direct game, you come to one of our workshops. And for the location, please check out www.badboylifestyle.com where we teach you exactly how to do it. Whenever direct didn't work out for you, the reason why is that you didn't convey that you are choosing her, that she needs you attitude. To learn more about direct openers, please purchase Shark CD, Basic Playboy, Volume 1. While you talk with a girl and she's attracted, the girl is going to find out some things about you in order to make sure that you are the guy she thinks you are. She'll also try to find out things like are you available or are you a player and what your intentions are. Let's call this process as a testing. Don't think she's going to brush you off by saying something like, where is your girlfriend? Or, do you do this to all girls? You must understand, when girl is attracted to you, she must check out the territory. Somehow, she must find out who you are. And she must make sure she doesn't get hurt. They will never ask you those questions directly. Questions like, do you have a girlfriend? Or, do you date a lot of girls? They will do it covertly, more indirect style. The key is to give her the answer of exactly what she wants to hear. Here are some common questions that you will hear in your life.
1: How old are you?
0: Translation. I hope that you are around my age, if not a little bit older.
1: Are you here alone?
0: Translation. Do you have friends or you are some crazy guy who goes out to pick up chicks? Where is your girlfriend? Translation. Are you available? Are you single?
1: Are you a player?
0: Translation. Will you stay with me after we sleep together or will you dump me?
1: How many girls do you have?
0: Translation. Will you stay with me after we sleep together or will you dump me? Now, you may wonder what is the answer to those questions. One more time. Just tell her what she wants to hear, plain and simple. If she asks you, where is your girlfriend? Probably she wants to hear that you don't have the one. So tell her, I am still searching for my soulmate. If she asks you, are you a player? Of course she wants to hear that you are not. In those cases, I love to play with the soulmate thing. I usually tell them, no, I am just searching for my soulmate. I love those soulmate answers because It's really what they believe in I mean, usually, they'll bust on you with those soulmate answers, like...
1: So, how many soulmates do you have right now?
0: So, your attitude should be, I'm just searching for my soulmate. And I never found one, but I'm still searching for her. This will create more contrast into your player image. It's going to add his romantic level. Emotional types of girls really love this kind of stuff. Be ready for some more soulmate talk, but remember, just give her the answer she wants to hear. Lifestyle Let's talk a little bit about the lifestyle. If you want to arrive to a place where you don't need to do anything to pick up chicks, but let them come to you instead, then you will need to set up a proper lifestyle. What I usually advise to my students is get a life Find some cool hobbies, go to the gym regularly, start working out, start enjoying your life. Do things like bungee jumping, rafting, wall climbing. Do things that makes you happy. My lifestyle, for example, attracts girls by itself. I don't need to do anything and they'll come to me, they'll come to my life. They heard from their girlfriends that I do crazy things in my life, like rafting, like bungee jumping, like every second weekend or something like that or something else that's really cool and guess what they want to meet me they want to do it with me i don't date girls where i do something for them like i take them to the dinner or something like that stay away from traditional dating mentality i just invite girls in my life i just invite them to do the things that i will do anyway things that are inside my normal day I just suck them into my life and trust me once they come in they will do everything to stay inside now i don't want to hear excuses like oh i don't have the money or i'm not that kind of guy or it costs something it costs nothing membership in artificial walk climbing club for a month is probably few bucks and how many hard girls that you know been there probably none few weeks ago I took a beautiful girl to the zoo and she told me that is the most adventurous date she had been in the last few years. That is sad my friend, it's really sad. I mean if watching monkeys and dolphins is adventure, can you imagine on what kind of dates she used to be last year? What kind of dates guys took at her if the zoo is adventure for her? I mean boring dinners, movie, drinks and again dinners, it's boring guys, it's boring. Stop it. Stop doing this kind of boring stuff. They are bored of it. Trust me, guys. They want to have some fun in their life. They want to enjoy their life. And they are obviously not capable to do it alone. That's why they have us. That's why they need us. To give them some fun and make them enjoy their life. They want from us to spice their life with something interesting and something wild. And then the guys take them to romantic dinners and talk about their boring job. I really don't want to be in their skin. And then you ask yourself, why the girls hate nice guys? Why they go for bad boys? I mean, if a world came to a place where taking a girl to a zoo is an adventure for her, then we need to do something about this world for sure. You really don't need to do things like I do, like jumping from airplane with parachute or rafting or something else. But do something that you consider as a fun, start enjoying your life, be different. Once you start enjoying your life, girls will smell it and they will want to be part of it. They will want to enjoy it with you. There's really few people on this planet who wakes up in the morning with a smile on their faces. Everybody around us is nervous, frustrated, with damaged brain because they got brainwashed by society. They are working whole month just to pay their bills, nothing else. They forgot about enjoying the life. So starting from tomorrow, do small steps and change your life to better. Do something about it. Find new hobbies. Start doing something cool, something social. Stay away from computer. Ideally, you want to avoid habitual. People become enmeshed in rituals of society because they spend all their time going to their routine, going to their job, then coming home and being bombarded by TV or spending all their time surfing the internet. So turn off your computer and TV and do something different. Make a list of activities or courses that you have been waiting to do for a long time and go out and do them. The longer you delay, the less time you have. You will also find The more you vary your life and do new things, the more you are going to come into the contact with new, interesting people and, of course, hot girls. Where are the hot girls when they are not waiting to be approached in clubs? They are taking part of new classes like yoga, different kind of dancing, acting. So do those things. You will get the combined benefit from it. You'll get combined benefit of enriching your life, meeting new people and getting out of your old routine. Start enjoying your life. Stop letting the TV and people around you control your time. Remember when you were a kid, you did what you wanted to do, whatever gave you the fun and pleasure. Go back to that. There is no end of enjoyment you can have when you find out what you really are passionate about in your life and purse it. The problem with geeks is that their passions in life tend to be a C++ and internet and dangers and dragons. If you ask them about the music or books or films they like, they fix you with a blank stare as if you ask a robot those questions. So you must create a taste for something. So, you must create a test for something you are passionate about, like kickboxing, because this will start to open up your emotions. And also, you can make an effort to find at least one type of music, one recent film, one book that you are passionate about, and you can speak about. Not only are those enjoyable activities that you can add in your life, they will also make it much easier to get rapport, because most girls have a more open mindset than geeks, so you must connect with them. One of the very best things you can do in order to improve your lifestyle is to travel. It doesn't matter if you take a weekend or a whole month. It puts everything in a flash perspective. You will experience life differently and have temporarily different relationship to yourself. This can be incredibly useful. When you want to start taking on new beliefs and attitudes. You will always come back as a new person. So, if you feel like you are in the routine, if you feel like you talk yourself out of approaching and gaming girls, if you feel that you need some fresh energy, take a weekend and go to an exciting new city. It's so easy nowadays with cheap flights and of course, you will find hot girls there. Push yourself to experience the entire rage of emotions in your life. Don't just play it safe, remain within the comfort zone. Push yourself to something scary from time to time. Extreme sports. Do things that society frowns upon. Like saying to an old woman, I love you, from bottom to my heart. Try it, approach an old woman and say her, I love you, from bottom of my heart. Or approaching a girl with the absolute intention of having her blown you off. Try. Try to forget the bill in a restaurant. Or facing the wrong way in an elevator. Stealing chewing gum from the shop. You got the idea. Try to play with new feelings. Try to experience new feelings. They should make you feel a rush of energy. I mean, if you live your entire life inside that comfort zone. Then, you are not experiencing your life to the fullest. You are missing a lot of things. It's just like driving a fast car on exactly the same speed all day long. It's boring. Leading As we already discussed, women expect from you to lead all the time. Because leading them conveys confidence and power. And we all know how much they are attracted to those two. Most guys approach the woman and expect she will do everything, or that it's going to happen. It's not going to happen if you don't do anything about it. You must not rely on luck and hope. That sucks. Instead, you must do everything. You must make sure she feels relaxed and that it's not hard for her to talk with you. Girls hate to make decisions as a result of their insecurity and fear, so they expect from you to decide everything for them. Again, when you force them to decide something that you were supposed to decide, they start to hate you. They hate when you ask them, so my dear, what would you like to do tonight? Don't do it, instead just do it, take her hand and lead her to the place where you want to go. Don't even bother to ask what she would like to do or where she would like to go. Because probably neither she doesn't know what she wants. When you are in the situation, like in a club for example, and you see that conversation with a girl is difficult because of the loud music and the flashing lights, don't think she's going to come up with the idea that you should change places and go to quiet area where you can talk more. Why should you expect something like that from her? It's your job. If you want conversation to proceed smoothly and without interruption, then it's your job to take her and lead her to the place where you two can talk normally. Now, the most important thing while leading is not to ask for permission and do it without using the force. The line between being dominant and aggressive is force. When you use force, you stop being dominant and you become aggressive. Whatever you do with a woman must be done without force or aggressiveness. Being dominant is more about being bold in your decisions and having a stronger decision that sounds like a comment. Let's look at an example. If you want to move a girl from one place to another, a terrible way will be to ask her, would you like to go there and sit down? Why is that bad? Because underlying message is asking her for permission, asking her to decide to say yes instead of you. Even more insecure way will be, can we go there and sit down? Because you subcommunicate that you are afraid to take action. You are afraid to make decision. The right way is, let's go there and sit down, while taking her for hands and leading her to the place where we want to sit down. Of course, I point with my fingers or hand to the place where we are going just to make sure she knows. But important thing is that I decide for her. I make decision where she must agree, because it's better for both of us. Obviously, it's better to sit down than to stand for hours. Girls love when somebody is leading them. It radiates with confidence and also fulfills their biggest fantasy about being taken. If you want to learn more about their secret fantasies, read an excellent book by Nancy Friday. This book is a must read, no matter where you're located. You will understand why leading is so powerful. You will understand why they want from us to lead them. It will be the best if you can lead her through whole process of seduction, because when she to trust you, she will surrender her body to you. Because they like the feeling when somebody is controlling them. So when you go out with a girl next time, remember that you are supposed to arrange everything, where you are going. What you're going to do, everything must be under your control. She's there just to enjoy time with you. This way you'll be able to control whole situation. And also you'll be able to predict what's going to happen. Whenever she asks you, where are we going? Just say, you'll see. Because you don't want to be predictable. From time to time, girl will do some really bad things that are designed to try to determine how strong you are. Whenever it's really true that you are an alpha male, sometimes on purpose, sometimes by accident, but if she does it by accident and she realizes that there is a chunk or gap in your frame, she will start to explore it in more in depth. That can end up destroying the attraction of the girl for you. How to recognize those tests and what to do? Flaking, not returning phone calls, challenging when you are trying to lead, withholding sex, telling you that you shouldn't behave in a particular way, moodness. Whenever those things happen, you should state your territory and what is allowed in your life and what's not allowed. Bad behavior must be punished. Just like a small kid or a pet when he breaks the rules. Because people must know the rules. If there is no rules, anarchy follows. And you don't want the anarchy in your life, especially not in your love life. Because anarchy in your love life means that the girl has taken back control of the relationship. She will take it as a clear sign that you are weak, that you don't have personality, so she's going to get rid of you and find a real man. In order to prevent this from happening, you must punish all bad behavior, even attempts to misbehave. Example, she flakes you, or if she's late, she takes away the sex. Then you must punish those things and show her that you don't tolerate such things. You can punish it with the following Stop seeing her withholding sex. Start seeing other girls and make sure she knows. A girl can misbehave three times. First time, last time and never again. Otherwise, if you smile at whatever she does, how she can know that she did something bad? How the dog, if he shits on the couch, know he did such a bad thing? Soon your house is going to be full of the shit. It's just like a love life if you don't take care of it. So the key is that you must state the rules. People must realize what is possible, what's allowed in your life and what is not. Don't be afraid to go against society rules, against what her society program is telling her. Most of her restrictions come from generations of a bad advice. It's just like an example they did with the monkeys. They put a seven monkeys in a room and banana on a tree. And then a few hours later, one of the monkeys tried to get banana and the lab assistants pulled the water on everybody. So the monkey calmed down for a few hours and then he tried again and again the lab assistants pulled the water all over him. So the monkey waited for a few days and then he tried again. But this time the other monkeys kicked him out to prevent him to get banana, why, because they knew. They're going to get the water. They're going to get the cold shower. So the monkey never tried again. Few days later, the lab assistants substituted this monkey with a new one. And then this new monkey tried the same thing. He tried to get banana, but then he got beaten up from other monkeys. He tried again, and again he got beaten up. Few days later, lab assistants changed few more monkeys, and the same thing happened. When they tried to get banana, the other monkeys beat them up because they were afraid to get a cold shower. After a week, nobody tried to get banana anymore. Eventually, all the monkeys were substitute, and nobody tried to get banana. They didn't know why, they simply knew if somebody tries to get banana, that they are forced to beat him up. It was unwritten rule in their society. In that new group, there was no original monkeys, and nobody knew about the shower thing. They didn't know why it's not allowed. To take a banana. They didn't know about the shower. They simply knew if somebody tries to get a banana other monkeys are forced to beat up that monkey. That is a perfect metaphor for the hard girl and the excusers that want to get her but they are afraid to take her. Exactly same thing happened in our society. Nobody knows why we need to sit like a polite gentleman's and why we are not allowed to take what we want. Because somebody a long time ago made some rules and now everybody follows it, just like a monkeys and banana. This is how society has been put together, and you can observe the same behavior in clubs, with everybody afraid to approach the hot girls for some unknown reason. Perhaps because of the banana, or they are afraid to get bitten up, or maybe because of the rain, who knows. Let's summarize everything you have learned so far into one example. This happened to me few weeks ago. It was a Friday night. I decided to go out, took a shower, dressed really well and went to my favorite club. I knew there will be a lot of hot chicks. It's important to know your city and where the girls you are looking for tend to go. As soon as I entered the club, I circled around and scoped out the hottest girls. Perfect. Two beautiful blondes were standing next to the bar talking to the bartender. I just approached them, turned them towards me by placing my hands on their shoulders and pulling them gently so they turned around to face me. As soon as they turned around towards me, I smiled, looked them into eyes and said, You girls are beautiful and I am going to get to know you. As turning them around showed the dominance and power, They were smiling from the beginning. The next thing I said was, anyway, and then I transitioned into some new topic. As soon as I started to talk, they started bombarding me with indications of interest, asking me for my name, where I am from, what I do, and they started playing with their hair. That was the obvious sign that I got attraction within the first 10 seconds. Just showing dominance, power, and that I am not intimidated by their beauty got me attraction. As we know that after attraction comes rapport. I chose one of the girls, lowered my voice and started creating wide and deep rapport with her. From time to time the other girl jumped into our conversation. But she generally respected that I chose her friend. I knew it was hard to isolate one girl from another. Even harder because I was alone in a club without wing. And because they came together to a club. So I went to a toilet. And I was walking through the club. I tried to find some good looking guy to help me. Finally, I saw some guy with few friends, pull him away and told him that one of the hot girls wants to talk with him and that she's asking about him all night long. It was bullshit, of course. We returned to the set and I introduced him to both of them as my friend and pointed out to him the one I wanted to him to talk, to occupy. I knew I had only a few minutes in which to act because I was certain that hot girls will eventually brush him off. He wasn't someone who looked like he was able to do anything with her, even the fact he was better looking than me. So I moved my girl to sit down on a sofa, to another part of a club, and a few minutes later I started to talk with a really seductive voice, looked at her lips and went for a kiss. We started to make out. But I stopped it, because I didn't want to turn her on sexually. I just used a kiss to create more rapport with her, to create more connection between us. Once I kissed her, I knew it was game over, because I was controlling her energy with my kiss. Whenever she disagreed with something or refused to do something, I would just kiss her, and that way turn off her reasoning. It's interesting how kissing is disengaging logical brain. As we were walking outside the club, she asked me, where are we going? I just stopped and kissed her for a few seconds, and then continued walking towards my car. When she realized that we are going to my car, she said again, no, we are not going to your car. Again, I stopped her, kissed her for a few moments, and then continued walking. Like with a kiss, you are saying, everything is all right. Don't worry. Of course, in order to pull something like this, you must be 100% congruent with your attitude and frame of knowing what you want and doing whatever you want without any force. On this CD, we'll mostly talk about how to put things we talked on previous CDs into a real thing. If you really want to succeed with this, you will need to practice, just like any other thing. If you want to become good, you must practice. Of course, if you don't want to do it alone, you can always come to one of our workshops and we will fix it with your help. You can find more about the workshops on www.badboylifestyle.com One of the things that will destroy your game big time is your negative attitude towards yourself and towards girls or the women. This is something that you must be really careful because people can smell it, especially girls. One of the biggest mistakes that you can do is to think that she's so beautiful and that you don't deserve her. And guess what? If you approach a girl with that mindset, no matter how much you try to hide it, it will be obvious, my friend. Small bad language clues will reveal it and you will destroy all your chances with a girl. Why? Because if you think you don't deserve her while talking with her, she will pick up that belief and she will start believing that you really don't deserve her. So it's game over. You don't deserve her and she's gonna blow you away. So everything starts from you. For example, if a guy approaches a girl with attitude, you will be lucky to be with me. After a few minutes she will start to pick up that attitude and really start believing into it. And guess what? She would really think that she will be lucky if she sleeps with him. She will start feeling attraction towards him. This kind of thing happens all the time everywhere around us. If you think you are the loser and bad with women, Why do you think other people will think differently? Why do you think she is going to think differently? It is so obvious in clubs where girls get hit on every few minutes and they need to weed out the losers, guys who are not attractive as soon as possible. Most of the times, they won't even talk with those guys and just by the way they look or move, they'll figure out what kind of guy he is. So whenever you get rejected, it means that you didn't convey enough power and confidence. You didn't convey that you are the prize. One girl told me a few days ago, I'm insecure and I don't want one more insecure person around me. Rejection sometimes can be part of her game. Sometimes girls don't want to feel easy, so she'll put some resistance. Because her society programming in her mind says, if you are too easy, then you are slut. Girls are forced by society to put some resistance, even with a guy that she wants badly. One of my girlfriends right now, when I met her, she told me to fuck off at least 3 times. Then few weeks later, she told me that from the moment I approached her, she want to have sex with me. Then I asked her why did she try to brush me off then. She said that if she jumped on me that first minute, she'll be easy, she'll be a slut. Those were her words. So you must understand that her brain is all day long fighting with one another. Logic versus emotion. So whenever you talk with a woman, be aware that things she says may not be exactly what she wants and how does she feels. Sometimes you will see that they will verbally tell you one thing and with their bodies do exactly opposite. Let's say that a thing that she tells comes from her logical brain while things she does is coming from her emotional brain. So always trust more body language and things she does than what she says. Always trust what her emotional brain is telling more than society programmed logical brain does. Rejection is a part of the game. Don't let the rejection bothers you. At the beginning of this game, girls will reject you a lot because you will do a lot of mistakes. Prepare for it. That's part of the game. That's only way to do it if you want to do it alone. It's just like playing. Any other sport. You must fail and fail. Don't let this discourage you. Later it becomes fun. You start enjoying this game. Probably the easiest way is to do it with us. Come to one of our workshops and let the professional instructor goes with you and does the training with you. But first, try to do it alone. I bet you can succeed alone. If you are searching for a good-looking woman in a club, you will always find them on the places where there are a lot of lights. They will never go to the dark clubs where nobody can see them. I mean, if a girl spends 5 hours on making her look hot, going in a club where nobody can see her is not something that makes sense. So if you want the hottest woman, go to the clubs between 11.30pm and 1am in the morning. That is the peak time for the clubs. Most good-looking women won't stay longer in a club. Because after 1 a.m. guys start to get really drunk and they hit on the girls left and right. That is the point where girls don't feel comfortable anymore and they leave the club or go to some other place. Most girls who stay in clubs after 2-3 a.m. in the morning, you can say for sure they are searching for somebody, that they are searching for some fun. Most common place to meet girls and women that you want in your life. Is clubs, bars, lunch bars and coffee shops. They are there because they want to meet us. For hours they put on makeups, they dress nice so they can attract us. That is their attraction tool. Beauty is their attraction tool. Unfortunately that's only thing they have. They go out and prepare themselves to meet somebody new. A lot of my girls who just stepped out from a long-term relationship call this I am on the market again. That is their part of the game. To look good, expose themselves and show indicators of interest to the guy they like. Don't expect more from them. If you open any cosmopolitan magazine, you will find advices for exactly those things. How to look good, where to go out and how to signal the guy that she likes him. Our part of job is to approach them, make them comfortable, make interesting conversation, get them attracted, create rapport, then kiss them or take them home or whatever. That's what they expect from us. And if you don't approach them, they think that you don't like them. So first step is yours. First sentence you say will call an opener because it will open a conversation. Structure of seduction is to open a conversation, create attraction by conveying personality traits, then create rapport and close the deal. In the clubs mostly, you will see a group of the girls. Girls and guys is a part of a group, or just girls or just guys. Number of people inside a group can vary from 2 to 100, but mostly you will see the groups of 2 girls or 3 girls or few guys with them. For all of those situations, there's a little bit different solution to solve it. Rule number one. If you don't know how to dance, stay away from a dance floor. Also, when you go out to Sarge, don't drink alcohol. You can have only one drink and that's it. Hottest chicks in club you'll find on places where it's most light. I mean, ask yourself. Did you spend six hours to look beautiful? And then to be in a dark where nobody sees her. Hell no. She's going to be on a place where everybody can see her. Missions on this CD are designed that after 4 weeks you are able to get a phone number from any girl out there. Of course problems may happen. First we will start with breaking fear missions. Up to the heavier ones. From I respect society towards I don't give a shit attitude. You can choose venue where you will do those missions. My suggestion is to avoid loud clubs and go for more chill out places. It will make your life easier. Dress best you can, you will gain attraction faster. There are 8 missions, you will do one or two of them per week. We will focus mostly on girls only groups in first 6 missions while later You will be forced to approach guys, talk with them, and then switch conversation to the girls.
1: Mission number one is going to be the easiest, of course. It's designed just for destroying fear that you may have of talking to strangers. I want you to while going to job or walking down the street, or whatever you do during the day to say hi to every woman that passes next to you. When girl is passing next to you, I want to maintain eye contact with her, smile and say hi, no matter how old she is is she younger or older than you, it doesn't matter. Your eye contact must be at least 2 seconds. First few times it's going to be hard, but then when you relax, you will see that the woman's response will change a lot, they will be smiling and giggling a lot. Do it for a week, after you can get a positive response from almost every girl and fear is gone and you are ready for next mission. After you manage to get positive response and hide back from them, analyze yourself. Why you get a good response and why not? Think about it for a few minutes. It is smart to start this mission on Monday morning, so till Friday you are ready to go out.
0: First sentence that you say to a girl, we will call opener, because it opens a conversation With a stranger or a girl. Opener is just a tool to start conversation. Once you do it throw it away and move conversation towards the direction you want. Whenever they try to move conversation away from your direction just ignore it and get back to it. Don't let their stupid comments and questions destroy your approach. There are three types of openers direct that you state your intention, natural and INDIRECT, where you hide your intention. Opener must grab their attention. And that is primary purpose of opener. So while telling the opener, make sure they are listening to you. Otherwise it won't work. I mean, if they don't listen to you, how they will participate in the conversation? For first few missions we will use opinion openers. You can consider them as a natural and girls always respond to it. This makes things more easier for start. Opinion openers that you will use for those missions are Hey girls, I need quick opinion on something I just came to this city and wonder what are best clubs to go out tonight Next one Hey girls, I need quick opinion on something I saw a really cute girl on the other side of a club And I have no clue how to approach her What is the best approach you ever heard? How should I start conversation with her? Uh, Because I really like her Next one Hey girls, I need quick opinion on something Please give me advice. My friend totally fucked up his relationship with his girlfriend. Actually, they are still together. I mean, they are in love with each other. But something is going the wrong way. I mean, last month, he cheated his girlfriend with another girl from a college. And his girlfriend found a strings in his toilet next day. After big drama, he honestly told her that actually, he didn't cheat her. That it's more like his fetish of dressing a girl's underwear. And now, how stupid she was, she believed him. Now, few months later, my friend told me that his girlfriend found as a total turn-on for her. And she requests almost every day to dress into her underwear. And he told me he feels really stupid to walk around his house in a girl's underwear. What do you think? What he should do right now? I mean, is it time to tell her? Because he really loves her. And he does want to break up a relationship. Now, use those openers to start a conversation on the mission that follows.
1: After you successfully manage mission number one, you are ready for mission number two. Take next Friday and go out, around 10 pm. If you are tired after job, go and get a quick power nap. One or two hours sleep will make you fresh. Dress cool. I suggest go out to bars and lounges, where chicks go out before they go to clubs. During night you can have one drink only. I want you to approach seven sets and talk with them for five minutes. Your opener is going to be
0: Hey girls, I need opinion on something, what do you think? What are the best clubs to go out tonight?
1: Then after they tell you where to go, switch to another topic, use anyway for switching topics. During those 5 minutes you can ask them maximum 5 questions. So that means you must build conversation without asking too much questions. Use report skills covered in report CD. Try to talk with girls that are part of a group. When you approach them, you must capture all their attention. Don't let the fear stop you from approaching. They want to be approached and fear is just installed into your brain to keep you frustrated. Try to lead conversation for those five minutes and do it without uncomfortable silence. When it happens, just switch topic and start new story. I'm sure you can approach 7 groups and start conversation with them, that's all you must do in this mission. After and only after you succeed in this mission you can jump to next one.
0: Your energy level at the beginning of the surge should be higher than her energy, it should be more high energy. Always calibrate your energy when you approach the girl. Your energy should be at least 15 to 20% higher than her is or her group. With being higher energy than they are, you look more dominant and it'll be harder for them to ignore you. Never be lower energy than they are in the first 2 minutes. They will blow you out like there's no tomorrow. Higher energy will capture attention, create some attraction because it conveys that a person is positive, good energy. And it also conveys that a person can be a good in a bad. It's better than being some guy without energy at all. Of course, you cannot stay whole surge, whole hour, high energy. But after you accomplish the mission of getting attention and creating some attraction, you can lower your energy down and go more for a poor energy. If you have a problem with controlling your energy, I strongly suggest you do some sports or something else that you're gonna learn you how to control your energy. If you cannot control your energy, you will have a lot of problems in controlling girls and conveying personality traits.
1: After you manage to talk with several girls, you are able to start the conversation and ready for next mission. On this mission, you will do everything same like in the last mission, but this time, after 5 minutes, you will switch conversation to your target. Your target is girl that you like the most. Talk with your target girl for 5 minutes. To accomplish this mission, go for groups with three girls inside. So your mission is to approach group, start conversation and switch conversation towards your target. How to choose one? Just position your body language towards girl so your sub-communicate to other people that you choose her. You will see that after you choose one girl and position your body language towards her that other girls will start conversation between each other and they won't interrupt you anymore. You must do this mission till you succeed two times in a row with two different groups, so this mission is approach and switch conversation from group to your target girl. After you succeed, you are ready for next mission.
0: Avoid dance. If you don't know how to dance, avoid it. On dance floor, DJ, with his music and rhythm, is controlling their minds and their bodies. Music is one of the best tools for control people, for control their mood and emotions. Also, dance floor is usually the loudest area in a club. So, basically, everything is working against you there. You have loud music, smoke, a lot of people, girls in a trance dancing, And as DJ is controlling their speed and rhythm of the music, he is controlling the way she moves. And that is controlling her emotions. And we all know that girls are subconsciously searching for somebody who is going to control them. That is the reason why the girls are attracted to the DJs. So playing the game or seducing girls on a dance floor means that you are playing the game where DJ is controlling you and your success. He can change the music and that will change her emotions in a second. He has better weapon to control her emotions than we have. So seducing the girls on a dance floor becomes really hard. Sooner or later the girls from a dance floor will go for a drink or sit somewhere to relax. And that is your chance. She cannot dance whole night. So even if you see the best looking girl in a club dancing on a dance floor, go around and have some fun with other girls first. And then do her later when she's off the dance floor. If you are a good dancer, then these advices will be more than are useful. With good dancing, you can create both attraction and rapport. You can create attraction by leading, being dominant, and sexual while dancing. Also, you can create a lot of rapport and create comfort and trust with dance. Still, with dance, It will be useful if you take a girl and sit down and talk with her somewhere, before you take her out from the club and isolate her to some other place. When you dance with a girl, in those first 5 minutes, dance on the music and rhythm of a DJ, and then start shifting to your new energy. For example, if a club is a high energy, after 5 minutes of dancing, start dancing on a low energy. Create some music and rhythm in your head and start dancing on it. Let girl follows. That way you'll create a lot of rapport and you'll create this we against the rest of the world rapport. Basically, if you dance on a club music, you're just one more club guy that she danced with. Nothing serious. If you dance totally low on your own music, on your own speed, then the things become more intimate and you become different than all other guys. Also, it's smart to dance on your own music instead of a DJ music, because this way you control her, you control her emotions, and you instantly suck her into your world, as opposite of living inside the DJ's world. Because if a DJ stops the music, everybody will stop dancing, but not you two. You two can continue dance because you are dancing on your own music, and what happens around you two doesn't matter. Just remember to be dominant and lead all the time. One more thing, never ask for a dance. Instead, just take her hand and lead her to a dance floor.
1: After you manage to accomplish last mission, you are ready for mission number 4. Go to club next weekend and now you will need to approach first group of girls you see in the club. Start conversations with one of the openers that you have on DCD, And after 5 minutes, switch conversation to your target girl. After you switch conversation, try to create wide and deep rapport with her, like it's explained on Report CD. That means open a topic, go through sub-questions and start story exchange. After you create wide and deep rapport, go and take girl phone number. Do this one more time this night and mission number five is accomplished.
0: More of tips and tricks. One of the biggest mistakes guys do when they talk with the girls is they ask the girls, are they single? Or do they have a boyfriend? And of course, the girls will tell them that they have a boyfriend. And the guy will feel rejected. This is one of the most stupid things that you can do. Of course, whenever you ask a good-looking girl, does she have a boyfriend, she will tell you that she has. Because it's not socially acceptable for a good-looking girl to say that she doesn't have a boyfriend. If a hot girl doesn't have a boyfriend, That means that something is wrong with her. And most chicks today are single. Yes, they are single. If you get a lot of I have a boyfriend line from a girl's, that means that you have some problem with attract part of the game. That means you have problem with attracting girls. Because girls use this line to weed off the guys who they don't like. And also, they use this line as a test. So just ignore it. Girl will never tell that she has a boyfriend to a guy she likes. Sometimes they won't even give you a chance to attract them. And they will attack you with I have a boyfriend bullshit from beginning. In those cases, just ignore it. And continue the game. Whatever she says doesn't matter. They use this line so much that it became their automatic response to any guy that approaches her. Even if she really has a boyfriend, it still doesn't matter. Most girls are always in the mode to search for a better guy than her boyfriend is. And yes, they will cheat on him when they find a guy who is better than the current one. Whatever case you have, your attitude towards this problem should be I am better than your boyfriend. And you just need to realize it. And yes, you are better than her boyfriend. Just stay there and give her a chance to find out that. When a girls tell me that they have a boyfriend, I just say nice anyway. And I switch topic into something else. My response is the same as she told me, I have shoes. If a girl tells you, I have shoes, what will be your response? Probably something like, nice, anyway. And you will continue talking about something else. So don't talk about boyfriend at all, because probably the guy doesn't even exist. So if you talk about him, you are just reinforcing the belief that he exists. I know the case of my really good friend and one girl. My friend really liked that idea of talking to the girls about their boyfriends. After a time, he learned a lesson. He met a girl in a club and she told him that she has a boyfriend. And of course, he started talking about him. he asked for his name, how old he is, how long they are together. And even the girl didn't have a boyfriend at all. She answered all his questions and started to talk about this fake boyfriend. Because my friend created reality that boyfriend exists. So with that time, the idea that she has a boyfriend become real for her. It's funny because the girl was horny and she wanted to sleep with my friend that night. But when they went home, she didn't want to sleep with him because if she does, that will mean that she was easy and sluttish and that she will cheat her boyfriend. It's funny because the boyfriend never exists at all. But girl didn't want to feel easy and sluttish and of course she never slept with my friend. Now, take a look. This girl wanted sex, she didn't have a boyfriend. But still, she didn't got what she wanted, because my stupid friend created logical problem in her mind by talking too much about a boyfriend that doesn't exist at all. So the key of seduction is how do you make them feel. They must feel okay through whole process. From beginning of the search till very end, everything must pass smoothly and naturally. On every step you make, like jumping from initial approach to attraction, then from attraction to rapport, then from rapport to a kiss, then from a kiss to isolation, then from isolation to getting more physical contact, must be smooth and must look like it's just naturally happening. Girls love to say this, it just happened. Whenever a girl smells that you prepared something or it's obvious that you want to pick her up, it will destroy your game. Everything you do must look like it's just happening by itself and that you didn't plan anything before. That's how you must look like from outside. But the real truth is that you must plan everything and you must know every next step of the game. And every step you do must be carefully planned. Must be so carefully planned that from outside it looks like it's happening naturally.
1: Mission number 5 is one step harder and this mission will ask from you to go out alone and approach only groups of girls, where guys are part of a group. Don't be afraid of them. If you carefully listen to CDs you have all skills to handle this situation. Just do it step by step like explained on this mission and everything is going to be okay. Go out and approach first group of girls that has one or two guys inside. Choose one guy and approach him. Here is your door for getting one group open. Treat guys like ugly girls. You talk with them a minute or two, then you ignore them rest of the evening. Topics you talk with guys are of course different than topics you talk with girls. So don't talk about emotions with guys as well as you don't talk about your car, job and chicks with girls. Topics for guys are clubs, alcohol, chicks, cars, sports and music. Typical boring men's talk. Just don't create too much of rapport with the guys you approach first, one minute is enough. Then transition conversation to other girls that are part of a group or directly to your target.
0: This is how I do it. I open a guy with, hey man, you look cool. Let me ask you something, what are the best clubs to go out tonight? The guy usually says something like, go to Club X. Then you ask some girl who is part of a group, is the Club X good? And then whatever she says, continue it, anyway, I need a quick opinion on something. And then start conversation with her, ignore the guy. So basically, you transition conversation from a guy to a girl about asking her about the club. Is the club X good?
1: This is example how you can make transition from one guy towards girl totally natural, so guy cannot even smell what you are going to do. Now I advise that at your first few tries, you stay and talk with guys for a few minutes, then transition to girl. And later, when you become good at this, you can use these quick natural transitions after just a few seconds of talking with a guy. If any guy starts to interrupt you, cut him off with destroyer lines from the CD. Do this 5 times with 5 different groups. That's your goal you must accomplish with mission number 5.
0: Taking a phone number If you want to follow up with a girl you just met and you want to organize that you see each other one day, you must get girls contact. Home phone or a cell phone is the best option. Avoid taking the emails because email is too easy to ignore and conversation over the email can take for weeks. There is one big rule, never ask for a number directly like can you give me a phone number or What's your phone number? Because it sounds too needy, it sounds weak and you are making her easy to say no. Don't ask for anything. Never ask for permission, for any permission. Instead, do it. That is a general rule for life and really useful tip when you deal with the girls. Asking them anything, you are just giving them opportunity to say no. So don't ask for anything. Now, you may wonder... How to take a phone number from a girl without asking? Okay, this is an example. You say, "You know, this was really interesting conversation. Let's continue this conversation one other day." Here, write down your phone number. I'll call you. You see, they never ask for it, and still I'll get the number. It's more as a command. It's more dominant. If a girl resists with giving you a phone number, probably you didn't create enough of attraction or rapport. But still, if it happens. If a girl rejects giving you phone number, continue working on rapport and then go for it later. It's the same thing with kissing the girl. If she doesn't want now, give her a few minutes and then try again. But never use the force, be polite. But dominant, be dominant and polite. When you get a phone number, don't run away that same second, like it was your mission to get a number. After you get a phone number, stay talking with her for a few minutes. Then say hi and tell her that you will call her in the next few days. Don't mention any kind of future dates relationship. Don't create pressure with the dating thing. You are meeting her for just like a cup of a coffee and interesting conversation. That way, there is no pressure on her. And whenever they mention the sex or dating or in a relationship, just tell them that you just want to get to know them. When you call, don't block your number, girls usually don't answer on it. Don't call her tomorrow morning, call her in the next few days. Don't be needy. This mission is going to be a little bit different than other missions on this CD. Objective of this mission is to learn to control your and other emotions. This mission doesn't require from you to go to clubs or bars. You can do it to any people around you. If you do this mission at clubs and bars, it's going to be a bonus for you. So in next two weeks. You'll be forced to practice this exercise at least three times per day. The more you're doing, the better you're going to be. You can do it on your brother, sister, mother, friend, girlfriend, at school, with people on your job. Doesn't matter who it is. It can be both males and females. Your mission is to change the current emotion that person has and get it back to original emotion. So basically it's about changing emotions. Every day choose two emotions that you will practice before doing it. Think about all possible ways that you can change personal emotion. People every day go to millions of emotions and people around us make us angry, pissed off, happy, Curious, relaxed, nervous. While watching TV, your favorite sport, radio, music, you go through many of emotions. Starting from tomorrow, try to change their current emotion while talking to them. And then get them back to original emotion. Here are emotions that you must push them into. Nervousness. Scared. Relaxed. Happy. Curious excitement. While talking to them, try to find out by observing them and their body language how do they feel in this particular moment. How do they feel while they are talking with you. Then find a way to push them into the emotion you chose. Right now take a pen and paper and write down solution for each emotion. Write down what you are going to do to push person in specific emotion. Try to find at least two ways for each emotion. For example, if you wanted to make them nervous, probably the easiest way to do it is to be nervous around them and they will also become nervous. Same thing with being relaxed. If you are relaxed, they will also be relaxed around you. You can use storytelling to make them feel some emotions. But the easiest method is to go first principle. Try to tell a story. And make them feel some specific emotion. This one is a really important mission. So take as much time as you can to achieve it. This will expand your emotional intelligence. And teach you how to control your emotions and others also. And that is the core of seduction. And successful conversation in general. Remember that people make decisions. But how do they feel in that particular moment? Now, imagine if you control how do they feel. Basically, you can do whatever you want with them. Just this skill is going to make you really successful with people and life in general. So go and practice. You are going to learn how to push people through emotions. That's your homework for next two weeks. On everybody around you. Your mother, sister, girlfriend, people on the school, I don't care. Practice on everybody. For next few days, you're going to push them into those emotions: nervousness, shock, which is basically scared, and then relax. Today, after listening this, choose one person around you and make her feel nervous. Take as much time as you need to think how you're going to do it. When you make them feel nervous, let them stay in that state for 30 seconds to one minute, and then get them back to original state. Of course being relaxed, if that was their original state. If person is already nervous, then force them to relax. For next few days, after those two days, practice fear, curiosity, excited. Always make sure that you get person back to original state wherever you found her. That is our rule. Now take your notebook and write a plan how you're going to do it. How you going to make them feel nervousness. Shocked, relaxed, fear, curious, excited. Going out with a wing, it can be useful, but also it can be a problem. It can be a problem because having a friend with you while you search girls, he is one more person to control and watch out. If your wing is good, there are a lot of things he can help, but also there are a lot of things he can fuck up if he is not good. I suggest that you, for the next period of 6 months, go out alone and learn everything by yourself. And when you learn how to control girls alone, you can find somebody to help you in more difficult situations.
1: After you successfully accomplished last few missions, you are ready for mission number 7. To accomplish this mission, you will need to go out in the next few days, like club or lounge bar. Mission is to choose one girl and isolate her away from her group. Just like you did on mission number 4. You're going to approach a group you choose. After talking with a whole group, switch conversation to one girl that's going to be your target. And then, after 15 to 20 minutes talking with her, try to move her away from her group. How are you going to do that? It's easy. You must lead. Don't be a pussy. Tell her, I'm thirsty. Let's go to get something for drink. Then take her hand and lead her towards the bar. Don't use force, lead. Or you can say, let's take a seat somewhere. If you use gimmicks like poem reading, you can say, there is no light to read your poem here. We can move somewhere else, where is more light. Also you can use music as an excuse to move her away from a group. Say it's too loud here and take her to some quiet area in the club. Difference between being dominant and aggressive is using force. Dominant is okay, but aggressive is not. When you use force to accomplish something, then you are aggressive. The key is not to use any force and still get them to do what you want. If you use force, you will get resistance back, as a default reaction. So when you isolate your girl, stay with her there and go for a kiss. Or if nothing else, take her phone number and arranged to see her again soon.